Hey, hey, hey. Hey. How's it going? Oh, man. Shoot. Just getting off work a couple hours ourselves, man. Sitting here chilling. Uh, going over our music and whatnot. How you doing? I'm blessed. Long day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can definitely hear that. So, um, we didn't get a chance to talk about this uh, Monday, but we want to go ahead and um, just jump right into it and talk about your girl, uh, Brittany. Forgive us if we say her name wrong, Brittany Griner. Um, yeah. Don't know how much you know about this or um, for those that may hear this, but we've been wanting to talk about this for a minute because um, we knew a little bit about um, yeah what was going on. And for those that don't know, and if you don't know, we don't know where you've been at, but um, <laughs> uh, she's been sentenced to, uh, we believe, what, nine years for what she's saying, you know, was an honest mistake. She was detained in uh, Russia, and uh, they said they found cannabis oil in her luggage, so she was found guilty of drug smuggling with criminal intent and issued a nine-year sentence, for those that do not know. Of course, her uh, defense team has, of course, appealed her verdict because they felt like, you know, it was a little extreme, you know. Uh, we're in the expert. We weren't there. So, of course, you know, I, we wouldn't personally do something like that intentionally. We don't know. But, you know, they highlighted a lot of violations in the whole testimony and saying that it was harsh. You know, and we just feel like with her being a Black woman, and you know everything that's going on right now, we just feel like we already at war with Russia. For those that don't know, um, and we feel like they're making an example out of her. We just feel like it's extreme. And you know, she, of course, she's trying to get back to the United States. For those that don't know, you know, and of course, Russia, the someone all up, they really don't care. You know, you bought over a vape to our country. We don't care if you knew it was legal or not. You black. We're going to make an example out of you. Call us what you want. But we feel like if it was somebody else, it wouldn't have been as harsh as a sentence. And we know you serve some time yourself. So we kind of wanted to get your outlook. We don't know how much you know about the whole um, situation. Well, you already know, huh? <laughs> Listen, I'm about to put you up on some game. About to put y'all up on some game. You kind of in the right direction, but I'm gonna put you in the correct. All right, this is what it is. Okay. So it it, it has nothing to like you said. They're at war with with the United States. So right. in war, you is strategic. That whole thing was set up. It was to it was strategically set up. So what it is is that United States has this arms dealer, this big old arms dealer from Russia who's been, who, whose guns have and guns and killed thousands of people. They have him incarcerated and he got like nine years. I think he got like nine years left on his sentence, if I'm not mistaken. So what uh -huh. they were going to do, Russia have already had some white guy. I don't know what his title is, but he was, been, he was over there before Brittany. 
was over there. So when they get Britney, it's a bargaining chip. So the United States was like, look, we'll give you dude if you give us them two. Right, they're so, going to do a swap. So we, we did so, hear about that too. So uh, Britney went to court to have her, her moment in, in, in court. She said, what she said made it seem like it was all set up because she's like, she always go there. You know, this ain't no nothing new. This is what she do. She always go there and it wasn't so congested like it was that day. And the vibe and whatnot, she she said it was all set up just so that I can do that. So Britney's not going to do all that time. They're going to end yeah. up making a trade and because uh, the United States offered the trade. They offered right. it. They ain't been really rushing. The United States really, from my understanding, they ain't been rushing to uh, get her out and make it a big deal about it because, you know, Britney, I believe, is, you know, they got, there's two types of uh, mentality that our people have. You either got the Malcolm X mentality or you got the Martin Luther King mentality. You feel what I'm saying? Right. You know. Yeah, both of them dead, though. Nah, I, you know what I mean? Opposite mentalities. They have opposite right. mentalities. You either on one side or the other when it comes to our people is what I'm True saying. That. And she right. had, she didn't have the Malcolm, I mean, Martin, uh, Martin Luther King. She wasn't on that side. She was on, yeah. So she kind of was, I believe, you know, don't, you know, don't correct, don't get me wrong, don't quote me, but I do believe that she was vocal about how the United States is and all this other stuff. You know, she has a rebellious spirit. She's uh, in the gay community. So, you know, all that played in a role. They're not really making her top, you know, made it a big deal because they already had something else going on. Yeah, but she's been over there for a while, hasn't she? How long has she been over there? Um, but it's, uh, like, uh, February. Yeah, February. Yeah, I can say a couple months. But yeah, yeah, and we and we were aware, you know, of her um, a preference, if you will, you know, as far as who she chose to be with. But we just still felt like, like you said, it was set up. You know, it was strategic, and yeah. we just wanted to start off with that because that's what goes on with a lot of our people. You know, and a lot of people they protesting it. You know, they doing these TikTok videos and all that. And, you know, we don't mean to knock nobody, you know, message or whatever. But that's not really going to do nothing. Because, really like we said in the last episode, we got to come together. But we're getting that later. But, you know, we just want to touch on that because we just felt like that was harsh. You know, ain't nobody, like you said, they... But do basketball, she in the WNBA, so they ain't finna go over there repeatedly, knowing y'all laws and knowing how y'all get down. And I'm just gonna take a vape over there, knowing I'm gonna break the law. And you know, a lot of people they they intentionally break the law. Don't get us wrong, but we just felt like nine years, like y'all couldn't let it come back to the states and you know, do the exchange then, or y'all had to hold her over there with everything that's going on? My, like thing, is, my, my thing is, it's, been, it's no secret how they feel about us. It's, it's no secret. You know, nah. they don't care about us. Nobody cares. That don't, we're the, you know, we're the only race on this planet that nobody cares about. So Russia has their laws. And, you know, every country has their laws. So if you violate it, she like it wasn't planted. That wasn't a deal. It wasn't planted. That's what she, right. she had. 
she had it. She probably forgot. I don't know. She, and it's not the first time it's ever happened. You no. Know, uh-huh. But here's the thing. You know, it's not sweet in times like today. Or you know, it's not sweet. You gotta, you gotta be careful. You can't put yourself. She put herself in that. If it was not now, like I said, don't quote me. But if she, if that was not planted, which I've never heard, everybody would have heard the rumors. I haven't heard anything about it being planted. Then that's not the, you know, that's not the case. But if she bought that and she knowingly had that on her, man, these white people don't give up. They don't care about none of that. They're at war. They're at war. So she put herself, being real, being real with it, she put herself in that position. And I put myself in that position. I I made my bed and I had to lay in it. She made her bed. Right. She got a bed in it. Right, so right. Thinking, this is a war. They're at war, and she, she black. They don't, and she's, uh, yeah. she's gay. She's black and she's gay, and she a woman. Come on, come on. You already, you already in the red. And where there was intentional, you know, our people, we hate to say this, but we gotta really be careful what we do right now. So we don't know if it was. If she did it on purpose or with by accident or she forgot or we really don't know. But basically what we saying is like, yeah, you got to be careful. That just be like us. We going to Florida or something. You know, we saying and they check our bag. We got a vape in there. Oh damn, my bad, man. I forgot. I was they don't care about like, none of that. my head cut off. I, I ain't even remember. They ain't gonna care. They don't care enough. They can do whatever they want to do. They can let it go, or they can confiscate it, or they can lock they can yeah, they're gonna yeah. Exactly. So, you know, we wanted to ask this man, you know, and we don't want to seem like we're trying to pry into it, but being as someone that, you know, did serve time, whether, you know, whether it was right or wrong, we're not even going to get on that, but do you feel like, you know, with her story and what you done been through and we feel the same way, so we probably already know what you're about to say, (laughs) but our people... We already know we've been, we are target. We've been a target for 400 plus years. So we done did a little bit of time. We ain't did no hard time. We've been in jail before. So we already know how it goes. But what's your um, outtake on, you know, our people, period, you know, being targeted? We got to be more careful. That's one thing we do know, especially right now, what's going on. We were all we were all bought over here for one purpose, and that is to build an empire, a Roman type, a Roman a Roman empire, and that's what happened. And when they took slavery out the out the game, which was their biggest cow, you know, a cash cow, they replaced it. They didn't they didn't take it out. They just dressed it up and and, and turned it into something else, which is the prison, mm-hmm. you know, in Ohio. You get they get thirty five thousand a year, thirty five wow. per year for per inmate, and most of these camps, the big camps, can hold anywhere from twenty five hundred or five hundred to twenty five hundred, or you know two thousand inmates. So you know it's all about cash. Our people. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. That's all it's about, you know, how many of us they can kill and it's still going on because they're killing us and we're killing each other. 
and how much money they gonna get. Just like if you got a social security card, you got a birth certificate, you a dollar sign. That's why they came up with all this stuff, and a lot yeah. of us don't really know that. We don't. Well, we're starting to know it because the internet is sharing this information. They got it on TikToks, and you know, information is uh, it leads communication leads to understanding. So you have to understand how what what's really going on. And but the thing is, we'll never understand fully. We can assume, but fully understand why is it going on. You know, so many stories that, uh, you know, I heard once my brother told me that our ancestors, our great ancestors made a pact with God and, you know, we are, they broke the pact. So therefore, you know, God took it out on us. And that's a funny thing. That, now that I think about it, I'm into well, Greek mythology. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that's what I've been told. I'm into Greek mythology. And, uh, Prometheus, he was supposed to be the one that created men, which is all human beings, men. They all created men. So he would go to Zeus and ask Zeus for permission to do, you know, other do, you know, he got to get permission from Zeus. So Zeus was like, yeah, do your thing. So he gave him uh, abilities and he gave him, you know, uh, animals and just, you know, everything that's in the world that's alive. Prometheus is supposed to have made it with the, with the help of one of his, his brothers. So Prometheus was like, you know, he'll go to Zeus, like, I need some fire. They need fire because it's dark, so he'll give him the fire. So, you know, the the, uh, the humans will worship the gods. Like, who don't want to be worshipped and praised and, and sacrificed and all types of stuff and glorified and whatnot. So Prometheus appreciated that. Zeus looked at it like, you know, they're humans. Who cares about them? That upset it, Prometheus, and Prometheus was like, you know, they're going back and forth. So Zeus was like, look, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a feast. Invite all the humans and I'm gonna invite, we're gonna take bring all the gods and we're gonna meet, you know, we're gonna introduce each other, right? So he's like, You're in charge of the food. So you gotta get a calf and you gotta cut it up and this, that, and another, right? So Zeus is playing mine, you know, playing with him. So he gets the he gets the calf, he takes all he cuts the calf up, he takes all the uh, bad stuff pieces of the cow and puts it on the tape, you know, on a dish and he takes all the good ones, good pieces and put it on another, on another plate. So he covers the uh, bad, you know, leftovers, the bulls, the chitlins, because that's what they did in the slave days. They ate the good stuff for the pig and then gave the slaves stuff like chitlins. That's what I consider chitlins, slave food. So he, get, uh-huh. he covered all that up with a glaze, with a fattening glaze, making it look appealing, and then did the opposite to the, you know, the good meat. So he told Zeus, bought the place, he said, Zeus, now you pick which one they're to have and which one we're going to have, and this is going to show everybody where we stand. So, of course, Zeus took, he takes the, uh, the, the you know, the best, the most pleasing plate and gives that one to him, everybody eat. Once he found out, he got mad. So instead, he starts instead of going after Prometheus, he went after Prometheus's creator. They ain't got nothing to do with none of that, right? And you know, he ended up, you know, going to the guy, the, the uh, guy who helped Prometheus create these humans, and told him to uh, make a woman and uh, make her look like Athena and Aphrodite and all, you know, make her look very beautiful, mm-hmm. but. When you're done, come back to me because I'm going to blow 
you know, all the things, you know, the things that come with that saying, hell no, no fury, like a woman scorn. Oh, boy. And how the typical evil, as they say, black, angry black woman can be deceitful yep. and, you know, all that disrespectful. He, he, he blew all that negativity into the woman, sent her down to the earth to punish man because of what somebody else did. That's that's what that ties into because it was said that our ancestors went and had a pact with God and and broke the pact and God got mad and and put a curse on all the rest of the bloodlines of that you know what I'm saying like it's all tied in together one story comes from another story yeah that's and it all ties into each other and you know we like what you said they take certain stuff and that and it's still going on now. You know, whether it's what TV, music, magazines, the news, they take what they know we like. Yeah. And they make it look all glamorous. They make it look beautiful. Now, we did touch a little bit on the guys. We didn't go deep into it. So we will be honest about that. But we know in Islam, one of the things that we study is a demon called Yakub. We don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but from what no. we've learned, yeah, um, he basically created the white race. Basically, to sum it all up. And same thing you said. Make everything look good because he wanted everyone to speak his language, talk like he wanted to talk, kind of like what's going on now. Think how we want, how, um, I mean, how they want us to think. And Live how they want us to live. That's why everything is controlled, like we said, planned, uh, strategized, whole nine yards. They take what we, what they know we like, which is free stuff, uh, what clothes, shoes, men, women, you know, whole nine yards, and they make it look glamorous. And that's what we gravitate to, because we not, we ain't thinking about no reality. We ain't thinking about what's going to get us there and what the truth is, we got to be stupid, you know, whole nine yards. And, you know, that's that's what's going on. You know, some of us do know. And it is, and we're seeing it on um, social media too. Some of us, we're going to say that, are waking up to what's really going on. And a lot of us are still in the dark. But we research what these fake celebrities are doing. I think we said this before. Um, with this person doing who's sleeping with who, and we're not researching how to get our own land, how to get our own uh, groceries, how to get our own business, and use our own platform to do it. We just go to work every day. Like we doing what you do, working for somebody else, but that's how this whole system was designed. We living in their world, in the world that they created. This ain't our world, like we said before. But we really, and we slowly but surely getting there. Like we said, we don't know how long it's going to take. We don't. But we and eventually getting to the point where we really know what's going on. 
But the main thing that we always talk about is we got to stop being so jealous and envious of each other and killing each other. We're going to keep saying that over and over and come together and get our own platform, get our own uh, message out there. You know, protesting, it can help. It'll open their eyes to what's going on, but it's not going to be no major change. We the number one race, and don't hold us to this because we have not done no research out, but as far as we know from what we've seen and heard, we're number one race as the most disrespected. That's treated like dirt. You know, we can take 10 steps and get knocked back 20. You know, and it's going to sound crazy, but we can actually understand. It's, it's going to sound like a catch 22. We can understand, but at the same time, that shouldn't be an excuse because this whole system, the way everything is set up, is designed to keep us oppressed. It's designed to keep us um, under their thumb, if you will, and feeling like, and we're in the illusion that we can't rise up, we can't do better. But no matter what, we really can but we just got to see that within ourselves. The world is not going to see that. Uh, look, let me say this. Check this out. So back to buying lands and, and you know, becoming, getting back. Basically, you're saying we don't have it in us to get back to some Black Wall Street type of time, right? Yeah. Well, we have it in us. We just got to wake up and see it. We so busy waiting on the whole world to realize our worth and for these white people to realize our worth and it's just not going to happen. We got to see that in ourselves, just like our we've best been, We've been here for however long. And yeah. Even if, I, I'm not going to sit here and believe that no generation, no none of our none of our ancestors ever just you know, it's just always been like this. No one ever put an attempt in it. The, the attempt ain't even worth it. It's not even mm-hmm. worth it because the powers that be control everything. It ain't. I don't believe that it's in us. It's just we're just lazy and we don't want to do it. So we're comfortable with how things are and this is how it is. And I don't believe it, believe that. I believe that if given the opportunity, like all these other country uh these people from other countries come over in africa and other continents and stuff come over here and they prosper because they're allowed to we are not allowed to the game is not designed for us the game is designed for us to uh keep up you know you gotta you gotta make money to you gotta make spend money to make money so they make a little investment (laughs) in music and all these rappers and entertainers you know give a give a uh nba player a two million dollar uh signing bonus guarantee or five million dollar signing bonus guarantee you know they're able to do that type of stuff because you know the black dollar is one of the most powerful dollars on this planet indeed it is that's facts and it goes straight to their account so the playing field i mean 
even though it, you know, I know it sounds harsh and whatnot, but if it ain't broke, don't fuck, don't fuck with it. That's how they're looking at it. <laughs> That's how they, they don't, and plus they don't care about us. The powers that be ah. don't care about us. And that 85% of the white population don't care about us. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm going to say that's facts. Because 15% is a lot of white people. So not oh, yeah. all of them are evil. And you know what I'm saying? It ain't if it weren't for slavery, you know, if it weren't for us being if it weren't for them, we would not have been able to do it ourselves to get up out of slavery. Look how long slavery lasts. And slavery did not last and slavery ended when white people start like, look, man, we gotta stop this shit. So we gotta do something. Either way, however way it's dressed up, they got white people contribute because they play the they call the game. This is their game. So, you know, if we had the opportunity to do that, yes. Definitely. It don't take a hundred hundred of us, two hundred, five hundred thousand of us. We got we we got at least a hundred thousand that can have a you know, we got so many people. We are so brilliant as a as a, a nation, a black nation. We are so brilliant. We bring we are the we are the we are the soul that that we are the soul that bring we bring the, we are the soul of this planet. We bring soul, rhythm, flavor to this goddamn planet. And every race wants wants to be wants, adopts our culture as their own. We don't do that. So that also is a factor in envy. When you're playing an envy game, because it is what it is. White man's always been envy of black because we are so we are physically magnificent creatures. We are the most beautiful as physically creatures on this planet consistently. Yep. Yep. And some women are strong. Can't break and and we can't be broken. Our people cannot be broken. Look what all we've been through and look what all we go through now. And we still don't look at them like they look at us. We ain't even do none of them. We no. the ones supposed to be mad at them and, and, and trying to, you know what I'm saying, kill them. And speaking of killing, this black on black crime, man, this stuff is it's it's not even worth anybody's time talking about for real, because that's what cultures do. That's what tribes do. They don't go outside each other's tribes to kill other tribes. They kill theirs. That's what they do. That's just nature. I mean, that's just how it's been designed. Way back in the Asians killed Asians inside. They killed Chinese, then killed more Chinese. Japanese, then killed more Japanese. That's what they do. Russians, then killed more Russians. Australia, yeah, that's what they do. Somalians, then killed more Somalians. That this is a this they just put the spotlight on us. This is nothing new in the history of clans and mankind. And when there's so many people, not in the beginning, but when this pop this planet start population populating and start dividing into tribes, they all killed each other. So we are a tribe, and that's what happens. But but they put emphasis on it in spotlights and put us under microphone mi microscope like we're not supposed to do it. Like it's a problem when it's it's always been it's it's just nature. Lions killed. It's just nature. So we can we can do it if allowed. And they are jealous of who we are. That's why they keep they don't even have to put a they don't have to put their foot on. They don't put our thumb. They ain't got our thumb bones. They got their foot on our necks. Exactly. And they don't even have to do it. They they they, don't, they still do it, but they don't even have to do it. They can put they can hold us down with their thumb because we gonna hold us down. We are we gonna hold us down for them. So, you know, it's just a bunch of manipulation. We're years and years and years of manipulation. These are these are mad scientists that conjured up things that control, that will control other human beings, especially weak-minded human beings. Exactly. And we got a lot of, of weak-minded human beings in our clan. Yep. 
and we have the all the knowledge. They like we said, they want to be like us, so they're gonna mimic us, imitate us, you know, whole nine yards. But it, it's crazy at the same time they don't respect us, but y'all want to be like they, us. They need us, right? But they don't respect us. They want to be us, but they don't want to stand up for us and what's right. That's why that Asian law got broken down real quick. That got put into play real quick when Asians, you know what I'm saying? Because they had a backing. They had a backing. And that, that country wasn't going to stand for that. We ain't got a backing. Don't nobody care. But you got to find a positive and a negative situation. Why is it like that? Because they know what, we, what a lot of us don't know. It's fear. It's straight fear. Yeah, the more they can put in us, the more we not going to try. And we were here first. Like we said, I think we said in the last show, we're the original person. We're not a copy. They're a copy of us. So why would you not want to try to be like us? And, you know, we see a few people. And that's why we said we said earlier, you know, um, talking to our husband and, you know, just going back to work and whatnot. We hear the conversation. We see our people. We see what's going on. And from what we've seen, you know, everybody is comfortable with what's going on. We haven't seen eye to eye. Maybe that's something we need to see. But anybody really other than us and our husband step up and try to get some kind of a message out there. Now, like we said, we're not knocking anybody, period. So there may be people out there that's doing what we're doing. We don't know. We haven't met them yet. But just based on, you know, what we've been through, what we've learned and what we know now, you know, we are the original. We were never meant to do anything. And this something we adamant about that anybody else is supposed to do. We're supposed to be leading and setting the example. And it's something we still learn. We still trying to learn. But this whole world is make us mad sometimes. We ain't even gonna lie. This whole world is, like you said, it's not a plan, even playing field. It's not. They have more uh, leeway, if you will, than Resources. what we do. Resources. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to get those resources, we gotta get it from them. And why, I mean, for real, why would they give it to us? Why? Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll give it to all anybody else on this planet but us. The ones that need the most. But check and we have it. Imagine we have this. it, I mean. Imagine this. There's you know, when some when an ideal is formed, whether it's somebody, you know, whether it's slavery or you know, prison, whatever the case may be, one one person comes up with this idea. Now let's just say we are we we are the original people, and then they came along and they saw what we had created, and they waited for the opportunity. Someone was like, "Yo, let's get this." You know, we have our opportunity. We have to make sure they never get back to where they were. Is that possible? Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. It, it really no, doesn't. That, that whole scenario. That whole scenario. I ain't saying that's true. But that whole scenario, does that make sense? Is that even possible that one person could see our greatness once, you know, see our greatness and, and made it to we, you know, made it to where we're going to, you know, dominate them and make sure they they don't not ever run this planet again? 
No. Um, nothing that in that aspect that we've heard of, no. That doesn't make sense. Because Why huh? Why doesn't it? Because they ain't got no knowledge. They think they do. But they really don't. They think they do because everything that they've learned. Now think back to slavery. Every invention. Say you you a slave. Us, we a slave, you a slave. We come up with an invention. We take it to them. They tell us, oh yeah, this look good. You know, why don't you go over there and show Billy how to do it? They take credit for it. Don't mention our name. Don't say nothing. That's been going on. You can think about all these inventions now. What you got? The light bulb, stoplight, stop sign, perm, weave, hair, uh, uh, motor vehicles, uh, electric vehicles. Everything you see, we made. Uh, my bad. We created. They took it and made it. So uh, it's, it's crazy. It makes no sense. They don't respect us, but everything y'all made, y'all took from us. Everything. So to answer your question, no. Okay. I beg the difference. We got we got a debate going on. I don't think you're uh, okay. following what I'm saying. So stop me if I'm wrong. We, we was the original man, right? Yep. And everything that they got from us, everything they got down, they, they took from us, right? Mm-hmm. So with the world the way it is today, and they got their all their you know ideals and stuff and stole it from us, we must have been some, you know what I'm saying? Just it, it, it would be seem like this it, it's been switched. How they running it, how they dominated the white man's world, it was once a black man's world. With all this technology, all this technology at that time, you know, inventions and things like that, they took it right. Yeah. Okay, so one person, I'm saying one person came up with this idea. One person, they in the room. There's a, bu- a bunch of it's called a think tank. You got a bunch of smart motherfuckers in the room, and they all trying to figure out a, a plan. One person comes up with this idea and pitches it, and everybody goes with it. So once it starts, once it, because they plot, plan, and they execute. Once they start, once they execute it, and when they execute it, that's got that execution is them putting us on the set, the ship. You know, they, all that was in their plan. Find the, you know, find America, find the continent, North America, and you know, what I'm saying, put the plan together. Get these slaves, put them on a the boat, and we're gonna take them over there. Now, before all that transpired, when they were starting to plot and and plan and seeing it work out, and it happened, one person said, "We can never. We got to keep our foot on it. We got to break them. We got to put them." where we need them at because they can never rule this world again. That's what yeah. I'm saying. One person yeah, came up with yeah. this idea. So with that being said, one person is, is, is we can do all the protesting and sending out messages and, you know, you know, whatever the case, we do anything that we can. None of that's going to change until Congress, the people in Congress, you know, decided to change. That's where it's going to change. We can't do nothing without Congress backing us up. If Congress don't have our backs, things are not going to change. This is their game. Ain't nothing we can do. I'm open for yeah. solutions because the only solutions I can come up with is overthrow over, overthrow the government, 
and bring a new government here that's going to run things the way it's fun and treat, you know, give us equal rights. Or, you know what I'm saying, another country come over here and do it and run this country right. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen. And, you know, taking the, taking the inventions and all that stuff, I mean, of course they did that. But what people don't, yeah. you know, people get upset about it and they complain about it. And, you know, they're bullies. I mean, what, 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 what are the bullies supposed to do? A they bully's take. supposed to do what, the, what a bully want to do. And if a bully sees the, a weak person, you know, doing something, he's going to take it. He's going to take it and put his name on it. Science project. He ain't do his. So he's going to mess with the littlest kid that he always been picking on. And he said, yeah, he's going to take him and say, if you say anything, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, the little bully going to say nothing. Yep. Everybody around him don't even say nothing either because they ain't messing with the biggest bully in the school. So the bully gets a brand new A. He gets an A for the other dude's, you know, project and the little boy is crying and getting in trouble at home yeah what is the bully supposed to do now the state is the, the people the powers that be are bullies and we got to play their game they forced us to, they brought us over to this dumbass bullshit ass game and they're forcing us to play it because we ain't got no other option and they know it. all we're gonna do is just complain and why 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 and ain't nothing going and they know ain't nothing gonna change because powers that be control congress and congress controls how this game is being played yeah, and that's why basically that's the same thing we were saying earlier. That's why all this is gonna come to an end. Because until they see us as an equal, which we know that's never gonna happen, they're gonna do everything they can to keep us their foot on our neck, you know, it, it's not gonna change. So okay. that's why we were saying we got to really we we can protest, we can do all our videos, we can do our little rant on whatever platform we can, but it's still, it's not going to mean nothing because like we said, they set all this up. It's been set up before we came over here. So it's never going to change. You know, we're going to need at least (laughs) a third of our people. We can't even give out the number. A third of our people to really shut it down. And still, they still gonna have to say so. They still they gonna have to say so. The only, the only real solution to change all this is if we get a fresh new set of minds, you know, sets of minds into Congress. That is the only way. A fresh new set that's gonna do what's right. Until then, it's hopeless. I hate to say it. I'm, you know, I, I gotta be real with it, and and people feel me because I'm speaking the truth. It's hopeless until we get a new, fresh, you know, because we're not going to overturn the government. Ain't nobody going to come in and save us. That stuff's not going to happen. You know, as long as them people are in power and that mind state is in control of everything, this is what it's going to be. Until they fill us out with the old way of thinking and in with the new, fresh way of thinking, the right way of thinking, then it is going to be what it is. Yeah, that's true. You can protest in front of the White House. You can bomb rush the White House. You can do, you know, whatever you're going to do. A lot of people tried before us, and where they at? Dead. The native, the only way that was, the only way we want to be here is if the if we did what the Native Native Americans did. And they, they were on some, their mentality was, you know, their mentality was, what's that movie, Black Panther? Remember at the yeah. end of the movie when he was dying and uh, Black Panther's said we could save you and this that, another and he was like nah bury me bury me with my ancestors i'll take i'll you know bury me with my ancestors before uh, being enslaved 
right. you know, incarcerated. And, you know, that's how the Native Americans was thinking. Like, yeah, we'll die before we allow you to do us like y'all doing those niggers. Yeah. So they didn't call us that. They call us black people. Whatever the hell they called us. Like, yeah, we'll die. Our people, our ancestors, you know, they beg the difference. They'd rather be enslaved. That's like that old that saying. Let me ask you this. If you had life or death situation, you was only let's just say you went and killed a whole bunch of white people and you know what I'm saying, you had life or death. Would you rather be judged by twelve or carried by six? Because a lot of people would would say, Go ahead. Would you rather be judged by twelve or carried by six? Hmm. Well life or death. Well, we're going to respond simply by saying this. And, yeah, we are saying this because we Muslim and we learn Islam. So we're just going to respond and say, my life and my death are all for Allah. If that's what happens, then that's what it is. You know, we die behind that cause because that's what we stand on and what we believe in. We're going to take some white people with us. So y'all can judge all you want, whatever, but... We gonna live and you gonna be dead. We can't really control that. We don't want to. Me. You know, so yeah, you can judge us. We don't care. But we're gonna stand on what we believe in no matter what. So it, it's just like, you know, our husband asked us um about a year or so ago, he was like, Would you wanna know the day that you're gonna die? And our initial answer was no. And we only saying this because of the conversation, but he was like, that's the wrong answer. And he broke down why we answered it wrong. So if somebody came to us right now and said, you're going to die in an hour. Our first thought is going to be, who can we take with us? So that's what we stand on. Yeah, we'll be judged. We've been judged. <laughs> Man, we can go down the list of people who done judged us. No, that, right, that concept, right. the, the concept is when I say judged by 12 or carried by six, you have one or the other option. Carried mm-hmm. by, judged by 12 is a jury. You're, you're being, you're, you're going to trial for murdering 10 white people. Carried mm-hmm. by six is being carried. You got three on each side of a coffin. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, we understood. That's why we answered the way we so, did. From what you and said, you prefer and... to be judged by 12 than carried by six. Correct? Yeah, because we don't believe that we're going to die. It's just talking about physical form. Just physical right. form. You, you're either going to die in prison or you're going to die free. My thing is this. If I'm being, I, I'd rather be, I, I'd rather be carried by six because the world we live, I'm not about to be, I'm not dying in prison. I did 14 years. I did over, you know, I, I did a, a, over a decade and a half in that right. system. And I'm right. not about to, no, I'm about, to, if I killed 10 white people, I'm not, they're not about to trial. I am not dying in prison because it's going to be hell. It'll be hell for a person in that situation. For you know, I'm no, I'm not dealing. I got to do no. Um, yeah, kill me. 
<laughs> I take yeah, carry carry by six all day, every day. That's oh, the, yeah. uh, Nat Turner. That's the Nat Turner mentality right there. Is when you don't, you know what I'm saying? You're not about to let you're not capturing me. I'm not about to let you catch me. I will die and I will I'll live forever. You know, I'm living the spirit don't die, it's just the body that dies. You know, spirit moves on. So I definitely mm -hmm. believe that I'm going to another dimension because in a, in a better place than this. But I'm not about to die in slavery. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we said what we said, you know, if it comes down to it, you got to go, that's that's what it's gonna be. But you know, we don't even follow their politics and none of that. But yeah, you know, that's why we say um to each his own. And we we can actually understand why you gave the answer you gave. We actually can. Because a lot of us, we think if they had that option, they'd rather die than to live in this slave mentality in this world. We say ourselves every day, uh, we may say it's over straight up because we so sick of this world. It's it's unreal. Like we ready for it to be over. We ain't gonna. Lie. I got a. I'm a bar. I'm a barber. So I talked to so many different people. You know, in the last nine years since I've been home, I've talked to so many, and I asked them questions and spark up conversation. Especially the young, the, you know, young, the youth. When I but, ask, when I, if I ask a hundred people that same question, I would say 75, 75 of them will say judge by 12. Right. And that's a, I'm being, a, that's a generous, that's a generous number. So most people, what I'm saying is most people will say, I'd rather be judged by 12. And they have examples of, you know, my kids and I'm like, you know, you know, my kids and just uh, blah, blah, blah. I can beat the case and like no, in this situation you can't beat the case. You're, you're caught red handed. You caught red handed. No. Hey, all evidence points to you. You like that, you just as guilty as that white boy that uh shot up that grocery store. Just as guilty. So ain't no appealing and none of that stuff. Ain't ain't none of that. Now you get them that option, they'll probably say I'd rather be uh you know, carry by six. No, I gave them the option. I give everybody the option. The majority right. don't take the option. And that's crazy. That 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 that's yeah. not crazy to you. Yes, it is because it's your initial. You know, whether you backtrack it and, and I and I hit you with it, and you see it from my angle, and want to change your mind, it's too late. You already stated how you. You know, what I'm saying to me, you stated your mindset because those are questions that there are. Those are set up set up questions for me. To find out how a person thinks. Yep. And if you think like that, you know, that's like, you know, one time I use situations as, you know, they clarity and, and you know, intel is what I call it, information about the individual. So one time I took my, my uh, one of my high school buddies I grew up in school with, I took him to a basketball game, Cleveland Cavaliers. So, you know, they play the anthem. And uh, every time they, I go in the stadium or I hear the anthem, you know, I don't, I don't stand. I, I I will you know I'm gonna stay on my ground. But I ain't moving nowhere. So I always I got a habit of looking around, you know, viewing and you know seeing if anybody. I'm really looking for somebody just gonna look at me, so I can you know I'm looking. Oh, the for uh, national anthem. Huh? The national anthem. That yeah, I don't stand. Okay. I don't stand for that. Yeah. I don't stand for the pledge. You know, I don't. And I tell my daughter, don't do the pledge allegiance. You know, pledge allegiance of America. That that whole goofy stuff. But uh, that's another topic. But uh, yeah, as I'm looking around. <laughs> 
I'm thinking, I'm realizing, I don't see nobody. I'm realizing that my partner's with me on my right-hand side. So I'm thinking, like, if he's standing up, man, I'm cool on him. And I looked at him. He was sitting down. And I was like, yeah, we ain't no, I don't, you know, if you, I look at this, if you go, if a, if a black man, a black man has no place in the military outside of uh, financial gain and, right. and, you know, career achievement. And it has, it has to be financial motivated. That's the only legit reason that I can accept one of our people going to the military, fighting for this country. This country, you know, I feel like just like in the uh, Greek mythology days, they all had multiple gods that they wish worship. I believe it still goes on to this day. It's, it, yeah, I don't. I believe it too because you can't tell me that the God that you and I worship is the same God that uh, blesses this this country. Nah, no, nah, you can't. You can't nah. tell me that the same God that you know these Christians worship. You know they they be you know you Christian most Christians they got it going on they ain't got they got they got it going on they got money where they can you know give a two twenty five hundred dollar uh tithe or offering type stuff you know they all blessed they God bless them and, but then they be the same ones that be sinning same ones that be judging same ones just you know saying think that they can you know paint through the, through Monday through Saturday then Sunday they can they can uh, ask for forgiveness. Hmm. You know, they, they, their God blesses them, and you know, you know, but our God, we, you know, we gotta, our God, you know, puts us through things, and you know, it's just, I feel like, you know, it's just, they say we are created in our God, in the image of God, right? Man is created yep. in the image of God, right? That's everything, yep. that's everything, not just physically, but you know, mentally and all that, everything. That's what they say. So, with that being said, you know, there's so many different humans on this planet, and they all worship different gods. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of them they worship a lot of idols and stuff, but that's a whole nother, um, different topic. But yeah, just to um, piggyback on what you just said about the military, it's funny, and this is the only example we really have is our husband. Um, he did three tours in uh, Afghanistan. This was before he became Muslim, and we asked him, and it's only because of what you said, but we asked him, like, if you knew what you knew now, knowing that you can go get dead or they set this up just to kill us and whatnot, other than financial gain, would you do it all over again? He was like, no, I wouldn't even follow their politics, military, none of that, because it's all designed and set up by them. Yeah. It's like, you know, the soldiers and the police officers and all those is, 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 is like the stormtroopers and, yeah. and the government and the powers that be is the evil empire. And we the rebels. Yeah, it's all under that flag. Yeah. That a lot of people don't even know what's made by a black man. Like, look at the, look at, look, you know, you ever think about the, the Pledge of Allegiance? The, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, mm-hmm. to the Republic of which it stands, one nation under God. There you go. Indivisible with just, for just, what is it? In, one nation under God, blah, 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 with justice for all. Thinking, uh, with liberty or something like that, but liberty or something like that. You know what? You know that stupid thinking that our people have. A lot of our people have. We, yeah, this is a new day. They should be like, no, don't teach my child that. My child is my child is instructed not to stand 
towards you know any of that because I show her that this country does not stand for us. So my child <laughs> is not going to play this game of we all one nation and blah 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 because we're not. No. No black parents. Every black parent should instruct that. And if you don't instruct that, something is really wrong with you. You're faking. And real recognizes real, but fake can't recognize real. It's not possible. Never. But Never. real, can, but real can recognize fake, and real recognize real. So with that being said, yeah, y'all fake with it if y'all don't have that type of mentality. Y'all playing this game. It's a it's a game, and you and you, and you know kids is clay. And you're making these kids play this game too. You gotta wake. It's the time to wake up. It's the time to wake up and wake these kids mm -hmm. up, so these kids can yep. can know what's going on. Yeah, I wish my that's daughter true. Was. She got strict instruct, strict instruction. Uh -huh. And if the teacher has a problem with it, she can call me and I'll light her up too. <laughs> Already knowing, man. That's what we told. You know, our kids, and we just saying it's for conversation, but. You know, our um, oldest daughter, she in her last year of high school, and she already, mommy, my graduation in May, blah, blah, blah. We already got it in our head. They better not play that anthem. Every time we see a flag, we picture it being blown up because we know exactly. what it represents. Now. Yeah. And just like we told her, we'll tell any of our kids, we come to y'all games, graduation, whatever, we sit. We wish somebody would say something. We're going to turn around and look at them and say these exact words. We stand with a law and the honorable Elijah Muhammad. We don't honor y'all flag. Just like that. Now, if you got a problem, run up. Me, uh, we ain't supposed I'm to gonna, harm I'm you, gonna... none of that. But we don't honor that. Now, you want to be dumb? That's on you. But don't knock us. We ain't saying nothing to you. You know, and you dumb as hell. Just straight up. Because you're following what these devils want you to do. But we don't stand with that. So we told our kids. So we already gave them that warning. They know we Muslim now. And we trying to teach them, you know, what we can. But, of course, we got three teenagers that don't want to listen with a damn. <laughs> so they know more than we do. Whole nine yards. But we told them what we stand on. We see a flag. Blow that mark up. In, in the movies, blow it up. That That's not for us. So I, that's we the same way. We don't honor it. We're not finna respect it. We, we know the whole... Uh, my country, tis of thee was uh, uh, oh, say, can you see? We know all that because we was dumb too, so now we know better. No, we don't honor none of that, so yeah, we can agree on that. With somebody, hey, would... uh, let me let me let me share too when it comes to the youth that you know, a lot of dogs would, if, if used correctly, will you know, get them in position mentally where they need to be. When you're talking to a younger dog. And we all older dogs will understand that, you know, you got to tell them to hear me now or feel me later. Mm. So when they're getting into that, they're about to enter the hood, the adulthood, you've been planting all these seeds and whatnot. So them seeds, them, them seeds are positive. And when you plant positive seeds, they're going to grow. So as they get older, they'll start coming to reality like we all did. That's what mom was saying. Dad said that. That's what uncle was saying. They hit them. So, you know, and once that happened and they start seeing things for, you know, they start seeing it, that builds up a trust with you. So once they, that trust is built, because they're going to always need parents. They're going to always need oh, yeah. 
you know, and, and one hopefully that, that will hit. If you if you plant those seeds, you know, you, you plant those seeds and they'll they'll grow and they'll hit. So by the time they in their late thirties, late twenties, and in their thirties, they'll start taking your advice because the proof is in the pudding with these young people. You just can't tell them. the difference between them and us growing up is that our parents put the plate in front of us and told us to eat. And if we didn't eat, it was consequences. Oh yeah. Now these type of this new mentality is the opposite. You can't do that to a young person today. They're gonna ask you questions and, and they don't yeah, and they're right. They know what's right and what's wrong. So you yeah. just gotta be able to you just gotta be able to, you know what I'm saying, manipulate the situation by, you know, what I do is I before I, I tell them, you know, hear me now, but feel me later. Because I want you to hear me now because you really ain't where you need to be mentally right now to feel what I'm about to say to you. So, you know right. what I'm saying? That catches their attention because you're coming at them with a, as an adult. And then you break it down. And all you, all that happens next is that it's going to either happen. And it's going to happen. And, and that person's going to be like, mom told me not to do that. She told me. <laughs> told me. Yeah. should have listened. That happens to every human being. So, you every know what I mean? Hit them with the, hear me now, or feel me later. And break down why you said that. Because you are not mentally capable of feeling what I'm about to drop on you. Hmm. Later down the line, when you grow up and your mind grows up and start, yeah, you go, it's going to hit you. Yeah, and that that's so true. Like, and even before we started learning Islam, we was always a hundred with our kids, even when we messed up. You know, we were always you know, try to give them, you know, whatever knowledge we could. And they ask questions, which we always told them to do. You know, if you don't ever understand something, please open your mouth, because we don't know until you say something. Even now, you know, they still ask questions. We may not talk every day because they're in Florida, but we have real, real conversation straight up, because especially with our boys, we have a different set with them than we do with our girls but you know the whole thing is you raise your kids and you teach them and it's just like what you said we can't agree with that you know listen to what mommy's saying now she ain't got to go through that pain later because it's not nothing personal it's not a shot to you but you're not mature enough yet to understand life how this world you know, really is. And you're black. So you're always going to be seen as a nigga no matter what you do. So we just, you know, try as best as we could, you know, and still doing that now. Like I said, our oldest will be 18 next month. So she's going to be getting out there in her last year of high school. And we got our oldest son right behind us. So we got two that's going to be out on their own. And, you know, with us being on a different uh, lifestyle, if you will, you know, we definitely try to put them up on the knowledge that we have before and after. And like we said, they ask questions and stuff when they don't understand. And we sit down and have conversations and talks. We talk with our oldest daughter now and especially about these boys out here. So, yeah, you know, you got to really put, and nobody perfect, the best foundation you can, you know, with your kids. And not just 
throw them out there and see how they do. That's not how it's going to go. They're going to fail. They're going to fail because you ain't give them no kind of foundation, no kind of substance, and just let them go out there blindsided. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel you. You got to be able to, uh, you know, like I said, you got to be patient well. That's all. Yeah. Be patient and keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, y'all covered with the blessings of Allah. Allah and they're going to be all right. But as a parent, it's frustrating because we, we tend to not trust the process, our children's process. Everybody has the process. And, you know, you just got to trust. Yeah, you know, that's the important thing because we got to remember that we was their age at one point. Exactly. We didn't just wake up. Yeah, we didn't just wake up and, you know, we 36 and, you know, said you're in your 40s or whatnot. Or, you know, you're in your 50s like our husband. We didn't just wake up and we was that age. We had to remember, and that's what a lot of us forget, that, yeah, we were stupid too. <laughs> Straight up. We were stupid too. We was out there doing what we wanted to do. People trying to give us advice and whatnot. We didn't want to listen. Had to learn the hard way. Blah, 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 whole nine yards. So, and that's something we had to learn too with our daughter, especially our oldest daughter, because she's so much like us and you're funny. We call each other um, twin because she looked like us. Attitude, act like us, whole nine yards. And when we talk to her, even when we got the first her, it's like, we don't know if this makes sense, but <laughs> it's like we're talking to ourselves because we see ourselves, you see yourself in your kids. So that's why for the ones that, you know, are really active in their kid's life or, you know, as much as possible, you try to give them that advice or, you know, try to steer them in the right direction, if you will, you know, as best as you can. But yes, patience, that helps. And for us, um, remember, we was all 17, 16, whatever age at one point, too. You know, like we said, our daughter going to be 18 next month. Um, in her last year of high school, about to graduate, whole nine yards, got two jobs, everything. When we was her age, we weren't nowhere near that. We was about to have her when we were 18. We ain't had no job. We're still living with our mama. Broke, dropped out of high school. So she, she doing a lot better than what we was. You know, we had to be stupid and Ooh, that's a whole nother story, but she doing a lot better than what we are now, so like we're saying, we real proud of her. You know, she ain't been knocked up. Yeah, she dating. We give her advice or whatnot, but as much as we want to, we can't avoid that either, but you know, we got to remember we was at age two at one point. So that's what a lot of us forget. Yeah, kids gonna be kids. Oh yeah. You know, one thing about kids that uh, one thing that gets me about kids and, and and adults today, adults and today's kids is that you know how back in the day when we used to get ridiculed and by our our uh, parents and the older generation on how we dressed and the music we listened to and you know all that stuff. They always had something to say about how we did. 
And yeah. we, uh, it's, what's crazy to me is that it happens today. It's like every generation rags the generation below them on how they do things. You know, these young people got a way of how they, you know, they, they created their own way of life, how they do things. And it bothers. You know, I remember when I came home, you know, they started wearing them skinny jeans. Everybody, oh. older people was getting on about the skinny jeans, you know, talking trash and smacking them. But they started to realize, they daddy, same people that was the men, same guys that were ragging on the young guys about skinny jeans. Their daddies was and then was wearing bell bottoms, and the bell bottoms is tight fit. You know, you know they were oh, wearing yeah. shiny clothes and tight clothes. You know things that we would never things that if we wore that now we would be considered gay. So to those type people, they were wearing gay clothes because that's only gays dress up like they did back in the seventies, like the Earth Wind and Fire groups and all those those you know musicians and singers and dressing up and bandexes and all that yeah yeah so you know it don't i don't you know you, you was good for the geese ain't good for the gander or the that's mm-hmm. the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> it like, is it the same <laughs> thing. And then our generation put them put the uh put our kids you know my our generation put our put our kids under the same pressure and unnecessary energy like that's the you know, kids don't they don't let kids be kids. They like to be under control and dictate, you know, a lot of these parents. Like in a barbershop today, I you know, throughout just my experience in barbershop in a barbershop, I see kids, mothers bring their kids in that are like 14, 12, 15, 16, 17. You know, and I, I you know, they're telling them telling she's telling me how she wants her their haircut. So, you know, I try to explain to them like it's a kid, you know. Should, a boy should be able to tell what kind of haircut he went at the age of 12. Relax somewhere around that area. You know, it's giving him yeah. responsibilities and allow him to make decisions and respecting, uh, you know, helping him identi- you know, identify who he want to be, you know, create his identity. Because our hairstyles is, our, is a part of our identity. Yep. But these parents don't, they're so controlling, so controlling, especially uh, the Somalians. You know, Samayans, they all, you know, they're all Muslim and whatnot. And they, they they be on it. Like, here, I'm asking, like, how old is you? And she's, he's like, I'm 17. Because, you know, like, you tell him, you know, people have the will, the power, and the, to be able to, act, you know, let a person know what he wants. You know, and a lot mm-hmm. of these women, that's why these boys are the way they are, because of how they be emotional. The mother is talking for them. The mother is making decisions and ain't giving them, letting them be independent. That's how you grow as an adult. Um, independent, responsibility, things of that nature. Know what you want yeah. instead of just relying on mom all the daggone time. And then you get out of the household and then you're looking for her replacement in a woman. Yep. You gotta, um, and this something we tried to do. You got to let them not saying they got to run the household, not we're not saying none of that, but you gotta let your kids have a voice. We know what that's like growing up, because we felt like we never had one. So when we had yeah. our kids, you know, we we in, in certain areas, we ain't saying everything because they don't pay no bills, but in certain areas, yeah, you gotta let them have some kind of independence. Cause how else yeah. are they gonna find it? 
Exactly. And it's just and it's just like what you said. We was a single mom trying to raise our boys. We ain't got no clue how to raise a man. We didn't. So that's why we always we was in relationships. We tried to have them be the father figure, but ladies, it's not a shot. But we have no idea how to raise a black man. We don't. And we try all the time. It's like you said. We be controlling, do everything for them. Then they get out there, find somebody, or they try to find somebody to do the same thing, wind up hurting that female or whatever because they wasn't taught how to be a man because you got a single mom trying to raise them. And you can only really do so much. You can't really teach them how to be a man not because we ain't got the capability because we just we just not a man that would be like us trying to understand what our husband go through on a daily basis and we can see it from the outside looking in but we're not a man so that's the only example we really, we really have but we can't we can show uh empathy but and vice versa that would be like him trying to understand us as a woman it's just never, it can never happen. You can go out with women, you can go out with men, but unless you actually in their shoes, you, you can't. You can't raise no man. You got to let these kids have some kind of independence. We're not saying let them do what they want, but if you never, you never think, let you know, them have I'm, some I'm, kind of a voice. I, I, beg the I beg the difference because I'm only we can only speak from our experience right. and Le, you know LeBron there's a lot of there's a lot of young black brothers that grew up with with their mother single, single you know just their mother and a lot of them such as LeBron James you know what I'm saying learn you learn how to be a man you know, you have examples set around them and you can learn a lot from other people. And all we can, as parents, all we can do is plant the seed. We plant seed, yeah. give them examples of what a man, everybody knows what a woman, a woman's, you know how a man's supposed to conduct himself. Therefore, you expect that you put that onto your child. If you have a daughter and you, you were taught to cross, you know, girls cross their legs, you'll teach her that. That's what ladies, you break it down. The same as a man, you you know, boy, you explain to him that you're supposed to open up a door for a man. You explain to him that if you you know you give your seat up to the elder or a woman, you know, you help with the girl. You you can plant those seeds. So I'm like I said, I speak from exist from uh experience. So you know, mm-hmm. my stepfather, he was an old fashioned you know sit on the couch. He didn't really engage, and we really had a, a you know stepfather stepson relationship. So he didn't take me up under his wings and teach me things. You know, one thing he said that, you know, I, I, I always had, you know, abdominal muscles. So, you know, he told me that, you know, people with abdominal muscles, they, you know, that work, they get, they're good at having, you know, sex, basically, because you use your stomach. Whatever. He, that's the only thing he taught me, you know, and he, he really never put me on. I know what it's like to be up under some somebody pull me up under their wing and show me the ways and how to conduct myself. I went through that in prison. That was a part of my rehabilitation, my personal rehabilitation. But I also know what it means to do it personally, you know, for me, because I pull people up under my wing and tell them. I do it all the time. Tell them how a man is supposed to conduct themselves, how to you know, how to control your emotions and this, that, and other. I plant those seeds. 
Now, the seeds might take time to grow, but eventually they'll grow. If the soil is right, the seed will grow. So if that's a, you know, if that, if that child, if, if the soil ain't right, that seed is not going to grow. But the soil has to be right. So me personally, my mother had, uh, did all the things, you know, I, you know, gave me what I really needed. You know, she won the most, the, the strongest lesson, that first lesson, the most, yeah, the first lesson I remember, I had worked at my first job at 16 at a food food restaurant, fish food restaurant, seafood restaurant for Captain D's. My first check was like $79. I go across the street to the shopping center and buy me a, a Chicago Bulls netted uh, short outfit because we had a family get together. My mom found out. She was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. From there on out, cash a check, bring the check home with the money. I had to give it to her. She put it in an envelope. She wrote how much was on it and put it in a dresser. And, hey, that was the safe. I had to go get permission to get my money, get some money. And when I did, I had to balance my books. So, you know, she taught me all that. And, you know, I think that I turned out a pretty good man because it's pretty much simple. When seeds were planted, I watched other people. And, and, you know, seeing what to do and whatnot is pretty much common sense. So with that being said, I'll get, I'll do, I'll do 15 years in, in incarceration. And I ain't even been out, let's see, I got out November of 2012, came November of 2016. I got a little girl, a three-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old girl. I ain't been a father since 96. So I had that mentality. How I'm gonna raise? I, I can't raise a girl. Yeah, you know, how I'm gonna raise her to a, a woman? Like, uh, I can't do that. No, I'm doing a damn good job. I teach her when I have so many. I have women uh, in my village, and you know they be around her. And when they do something or somebody, when I'm in a situation and I can learn from it, I share with her. Like this is what you're supposed to do. Ladies don't do that. I break things down to her. I let her know the difference, you know, why she's a queen, what makes her, what, what, what makes the queen a queen and how to, you know, she knows not to open the door when she, when, when, when there's a man around her. So we can teach, I can give her, I can plant seeds into her because her soil is good and she's going to take those and, and the seeds are going to grow. And she's, uh, you know, I feel like I'm doing a great job with that. And mothers can do the same. They have to do what's necessary. They have to bring positive influences and in, to them kids' lives and examples. And that's that's the solution right there. Or do it yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like we said, we got two boys and we got two girls. And as far as our boys, you know, we teach them the same values. We got one that will see us cleaning. Carrying groceries, matter of fact, perfect example. Um, we were going to open our door. Our youngest son would do it, but our older son wouldn't. And we only say that to say, yeah, you, you can plant the seed. What we believe in Islam is when we're teaching, the women teach the women, and the men teach the men. Wow. That's just how it goes. Um, you can plant the seed. We've get we've gotten a lot of advice growing up from women. We've gotten it from maybe one or two men, you know, along the way. And a lot of what they said has stuck with us. So we definitely don't knock that at all. So we're not saying it's not possible. We're just saying it's because you can understand how men operate. 
So that's why you're able to teach and, you know, talk to your daughter. We know how men operate. <laughs> that's why we teach and talk to our daughters and we try to talk to our boys. But that's why we were saying, um, you know, we dated after we had our kids and whatnot. And the men we were in relationships with, you know, they tried to plant the seed and, you know, put things in our kids' head. Some things stuck and some didn't. So, you know, it's it's possible. And it's just from our, you know, experience. We just know it's it's a little different trying to teach the opposite sex. A lot of our advice came from my godmother. We haven't talked to her in a while. But she would always talk to us about, you know, sex, our hygiene and boys and love and, you know, the whole nine yards. And like we said, a lot of what she told us did stick with us to this day. So, you know, it's just from what we believe as far as religion, um, with your kids, it's a whole different ball game than talking to a complete stranger. We've had the ability to talk to women, you know, along the way, especially these past two years of learning um Islam. And, you know, as the Elijah Muhammad teach, that's how it goes. And we understand people, you know, they believe what they believe and they talk and teach their kids. And like we said earlier, we all for that. We're not knocking that at all. But it is easier getting that advice. Like we said, we got the advice from women. Some will get it from men. You might get it from both. Who knows? Everybody don't walk a different path in their life. Like you said, you turned out pretty good. We don't know you personally, obviously, but just like us, we both turned out pretty good despite, you know, everything that we've done and what we've been through. And that's always a good thing because a lot of us have made it. Some have not, you know, unfortunately, we don't lost some people along the way, but everybody, everybody don't walk their own path. That's one thing we can really say. And a lot of we can only speak for ourselves, what we teach and what we talk to our kids about throughout them growing up was a lot based on what we went through and how stupid we were. And it, it you can plant the seed. And just like we said earlier, you raise your kids and you teach them the best you can. You know, if you're a single mom, you're a single dad, you're going to do the best you can. You may not have all the answers, of course, and no one ever does, but, you know, you figure it out and you, you do the best you can. And the rest is going to be up to them. It's up to them. You know, a lot of us tend to blame ourselves as parents, you know, when our kids get locked up or whatever, or they mess up or go down the wrong path, just like with our son. You know, our older son, he's 16, so we know he's going through some stuff right now that he can't... Um really verbally expressed because for some reason he's never been good at that. But we just try to tell him, you know, you can, you can open up. It's okay for you to say how you feel. And we really think it has a lot to do with his father not being in his life. 
um, us raising him as a single mom, and especially these past two years, our life done changed, his done changed. We just saying, you know, life in general, you just, you just really do the best you can. You know, whether you're married, you're a single parent, whatever, um, everybody in their own situation, if you will, but you just, you do what you can. And you definitely teach your kids, especially as girls, boys, it's nothing, it's not a competition, but, you know, you just do, I don't think we can say the best you can. We're not here to judge or condemn nobody, but we know how it is, you know, being a single parent. And we already know, you know, you just give them the best advice you can. And the rest going to be up to them. Stuff. Well, you know, that's but in this world we in today it's it's getting a lot harder to plant that seed. Not it's that it's planted. possible, it's but still it's, it. it's still gonna yeah. plant it regardless if it's easy or not. It's still gonna plant it. It's just play. And the best way for the opposite sex to raise you know, one sex to raise the opposite sex is you got to understand that, you know what I'm saying? It's all about understanding. Once you understand something, you'll be able to maneuver if you're, you know, intellectual, logical situation. Right. It's hard to raise a child just installed good into it. I mean, parents is installed in negative. It's like, it's like a bank. A child's like a bank. You got to put, you got to put deposits into that child for that bank. And, you know, that way, if you make a withdrawal, it ain't going to hurt. But if you just keep making withdrawals, 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 when you make a deposit, you're going to be in a negative. Yep. You know, you can't tell a child you love them and, and dog them and tell them you stupid and you ain't shit and all that. You know, it's just dogging them. With your parents that be doing that, if you turn around and tell them I love you. Like, you know, I, I don't believe it. I'm empty. You can't, you can't deposit. You're in a negative. It means nothing. So it's all about understanding. That's the problem with these with the humans on this the humans on this planet. They have little to no understanding. Very. And most times they don't the reason why they don't have that because they don't wanna they, they don't even they have no way of communicating. Like I said, you gotta communicate first. Once you communicate, then comes the understanding if that person has that in them. And a lot of people don't have that in them. So how is they gonna teach their kids? Like you gotta really focus on building trust with these kids and, and once you build trust that's the foundation you have to build trust with these kids if you build trust you got to communicate and talk to these kids so these kids feel comfortable talking to you so you can understand a lot of these parents don't understand their kids they only take the time i'm taking my daughter to, you know, i told her i was talking to her mother today you know about her you know seeing the doctors and all that and she was like uh you know, I told her, she said she's going to get the dentist appointment and all that other stuff, checkups and what. And I'm like, yeah, throw in the psychological evaluation. I, I want to know information. Not that it's necessary. I don't feel she needs one, but I want to know. I'm going to put, I'm going to get me one. My dad going to know. But speaking of that, I know when I first got her in school, we was having issues. She still was in her feelings. And I had got custody of her. Uh, not to, what was it called a uh, residential custody so that's set up as to when she's in school she's my responsibility so that's Monday through Friday and then mom get on the weekend 
renegotiate holidays and things like that. So when it was time, she was in preschool, it was time to put her in the school, and I got this paper and from the school saying that I had my daughter had to have this job before. So so but I also had, you know, back in the day they just tell you you get the job. I'm not on that at the time. And thank God they got a, a, a law stating that, you know, you, they can't force it on you like they could back in the day. So I brought it to my, you know, the mother's attention. And she was like, no, nah, I wanted to have, she was just being defined and not understanding. You know, I'm trying to communicate, but he wasn't, she wasn't even trying to understand because it's not hard to understand why I did not want my daughter being ejected by, you know, whatever the hell they got in the field. I don't trust it. So, you know, fast forward it to this school year, and we're talking about dentist, you know, medical situation. It's like uh, now she understands where I'm, where I'm coming from. So, you know, I communicated, planted the seed. It didn't grow because the soil wasn't good, but the seed was still planted. It didn't go nowhere. But then once the soil started getting right throughout the years, it took her, you know, my daughter going into the third grade, so that incident happened in preschool. So it took it that long, but eventually it grew, and now she understands. So, you know, with it's all about understanding. Once you take the time, once you learn how to communicate, because the delivery is everything. Delivery is everything. So if delivery is on point, then, you know what I'm saying, and, and the person's soil is, is right, and, it, you know, it can receive, it's going to receive regardless. Even if they don't want it, you still plant it seed. Yeah, and eventually that seed is going to grow, and the only way the only way it won't grow is if the soil is not good. That's true. But soil, the soil can, but it's just, or the soil just might take time. So all you can do is just plant the seed and gain and, and gain understanding. That's true, man. That's true, and you know, with all that being said. That's the perfect way to go ahead and close out. So we're going to go ahead and shut it down for today. But, um, man, we definitely want to thank you. This what, the third interview we done did? Yeah. We, we done got about five and a half, almost six hours in. So, yeah, been been about that time. But if you ever want to come back on the show, let us know, man. Um, definitely enjoyed, um, you know, having you on and getting – a male insight on a lot of things, um, especially everything that's going on now. We done talked about it a lot, so it's going to be a lot to get into. But make sure y'all go check out all three interviews with um, Abo, dropping some knowledge, what they believe. We dropping knowledge as well. Um, and like I said, it's to each his own. Y'all discuss and y'all decide whatever you want. We're not here to knock nobody, but um, we definitely enjoyed um, chatting with you, having you on the show. Um, thank you once again. We know you got your work schedule and the kids and everything, so thank you for taking the time out to be on the show. Um, anything else you want to give to the people before we get out of here? Yeah, you know, I believe in doing a good deed of the day, and I think more humans should adapt that mindset. You know, a good deed is just something as small as, you know, doing anything you don't have to do and in hopes that a person will see the realness in you. You know, you know, give out positive energy. We need to do more of that. You know, tell somebody to have a great day. Tell somebody that you're proud of. Tell somebody that you love. Tell somebody anything positive. Give them positive energy and do it as much as possible. And 
teach one, teach one. Learn from other people's mistakes and share those lessons that you learn from your life. So even if it's a stranger, even if it's a stranger, treat that stranger as one, you know, we're all apart. We're all in this together. We're all on this planet together. No matter what color you are, we're all in this. At the end of the day, we're all on this planet together playing the same game. So, you know, find those that are like spirit, not just like-minded, but like spirit, and connect with them and, and build a relationship and turn that relationship into a bond. Yeah, it's true, y'all. Y'all heard it here first. Um, thank you once again for being on um the Queen Candy podcast. We definitely enjoy having you. Make sure y'all go check up our boy Joel. Everything he got going on. You say you just started your uh podcast, right? Nah, I'm gonna sit on that for a minute. I'm gonna take okay. my time with this because I'm getting a lot of action. And I feel like the more experience I get, like get the more people I meet through networking. When I do start that adventure, then you know it's going to uh, be very successful. So I'm okay. plotting and planning right now, and you know I'm not quite ready to execute that. I'm gonna enjoy this wave, and it's being a beautiful wave. You're like my it's like my 15th episode in in six weeks. So I'm gonna keep it going. And you know when the time is right, they'll know. Okay. Okay. Well. What they say? What they say? If you build it, they will come. Yeah, more than likely they will. <laughs> um, they will. But um, like we said, you got our number and everything. So when you know, take off with that. You need any support or whatever? We definitely like to show that. You know, anyone that come on our show. So, um, you know, just hit us up. Of course, we follow each other on Facebook and everything, so we'll definitely be keeping in touch. But um, we definitely wish you success on, you know, your ventures and whatever, and we still going to be in contact, so it's not like it's the last time we're going to talk. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, Thank um, you so much, Queen, and uh, you have a blessed, beautiful night. All right, man, you too. We definitely going to be in touch, man. Stay safe. You too. All right.